0: Listening to the Amateur Church Podcast, where we pursue excellence in ministry with the right motivation for the sake of love. I'm Pastor Matt, and I'm so thankful that you are on this disciples' journey with me. As this week we've been walking through the book of Daniel, and it's certainly been an interesting week looking at Babylon and beasts, and today, how do we get to worship? From the book of Daniel, and so for our worship episode, I've got my partner in crime, brother Terrell Vogan. Yes. Terrell, good to see you, man. Good to see you. <laughs> so we've been reading through Daniel. We've yes. had the fiery furnace. We've right. had the the uh, lion's den. Mm-hmm. Man, we have seen statues and beasts and visions. <laughs> it's just been an awesome week of, uh, of of great stories, but also great symbolism. Right. Uh,
1: so tell me, what have you gotten from Daniel this week? Uh, just with the beginning, with Shadrach and Benny, because that'll come later in the episode. I <laughs> love that VeggieTales episode. But with those guys, when they were told at this time, when you hear these instruments, bow down and worship this idol. And mm-hmm. they said, no, we're going to worship our God. Yeah. And it just reminds me that no matter what outside forces tell you, that the worship of our God is important. is above all others. And even if you get in trouble, don't worry. God's going to take care of us. And I love their courage when they said, even if we don't come out of this furnace, <sighs> our God is still good. Man, that, that is, that, oh, that's so good. That is a life
0: of worship. Yeah. Uh, you know, Shane and Shane did a song uh, called Burn Us Up. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that song. I play it all, all the time just as, as a reminder that uh, of exactly what you just said. Even if God does. Uh, yep. Doesn't save us, you know. We're still gonna, uh, we're still not gonna bow down. Burn yes. us up, That's and so, right. wow. Um, so Daniel is this, as as I said earlier in the week, it's split up really into two sections. Daniel one through six is narrative, mm-hmm. really easy to see, exactly. you know, the, the story of Daniel. <laughs> But then you hit chapter seven, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, there's visions, there's dreams, there's spiritual warfare going right. on, and we see the impact of fasting. And um, but it but it closes out um, in in the evangelism episode uh, that that I did yesterday. It closed out with Daniel chapter twelve uh, with a verse that has really grabbed my attention when it comes to our purpose here on earth. It says, "Those who have insight." Will shine brightly like the brightness of heaven, and those who lead many to righteousness will shine like stars forever mm-hmm. and ever. Kind of paralleling Proverbs eleven thirty, he who wins souls is wise, and yeah. and that our our responsibility in everything that we do is to shine and mm-hmm. let others see the gospel, and 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 we will shine like mm-hmm. the stars when we win souls. And so, um, how does worship in in your field? How does that lead to evangelism?
1: How, how, does that, how does that stir your heart to share the gospel? I, I think about what you say all the time about the evangelism is not done until the evangelized becomes the evangelist. Mm-hmm. And in our songs, a lot of times um, you don't know what to say. And we get a lot of our theology from songs. In fact, um, You know, the song Glorious Day comes to mind because one thing I like to say whenever we sing that song is right before the bridge said, if you don't know how to witness or this is our story and you just talk about I needed rescue and this is what Jesus has done for me. This is who I am now. So with evangelism, sometimes you just can start quoting lyrics to songs, you know, or paraphrasing it because that's really all it is is just Man. tell who you were before Jesus. Tell what Jesus did for you, and tell you who you are now because of Jesus. And it really is that simple. Uh, amen. Amen. You know, I, I was sitting here two two nights ago. Uh,
0: you know, after Wednesday night service, and and one of our one of our visitors mm-hmm. uh, said, "Hey, I need I, I need to get saved. Yeah. I need to give my life to He who is greater than me." And and uh, brought Tanner in here and and and. Tanner and I were able to lead him, uh lead this yeah. guy to Christ. And he's gonna join Sunday. And yes. uh and I know you're
1: planning on glorious days. Yes. Um so It's we're... a great time to celebrate. <laughs> I mean and we celebrate home runs and touchdowns. I think we need to celebrate salvations ten hundred times more than that. that. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Another aspect of um,
0: of Daniel, the book of Daniel, all these dreams is Daniel gets a vision. Uh, in uh, one of his visions, but Daniel chapter seven, he says, and I saw the ancient of days mm-hmm. and then one like the son of man who was given an everlasting yes. kingdom. And and when you mirror that with uh, Matthew 28, Jesus saying mm-hmm. to me has been given all authority or dominion. Mm-hmm. And you realize that Jesus is, uh, is King of kings, Lord of lords, and that everything just stripped away if you only get Jesus, you've gotten everything. Exactly. Um, you know, Daniel had everything stripped away at one point. He he was taken out of out of his homeland, put into captivity, and and even to the point that as an older man told, you can't pray anymore. And he decides mm-hmm. to open up the doors and yes. pray in front of everybody. He literally had his life taken from him the moment they threw him in with the lions mm-hmm. and and he said no god is enough. Um That's right. How does how does that aspect of worship to say even if I have Jesus only um Jesus is enough. How does that aspect of
1: worship uh, kind of navigate you in leading us in corporate worship? Mm. That's a good question. One thing I I just try to do is um a lot of these songs that we hear now today it almost seems like it's jesus and we hear a lot of that in our pop culture in in the way we um talk about jesus it's always jesus and and i try to point us to songs that it's it's what jesus has done for us and to put ourselves in a mindset of, of an eternal mindset of storing our treasures up in heaven that I'm thinking of that one great hymn, This World Is Not Our Home. This is just temporary. And I try to, when I lead worship, to put people in that mindset of what we're doing is not for now, for the here, all of it will burn up. It'll Mm -hmm. all be gone one day. But what I I try to lead in songs that prepare us for something greater that's going to last for eternity, something that, you know, if you have nothing here, that's okay. These days down here will end in eternity, we will have riches beyond our imaginations mm. if we do what we're supposed to do and you know and and put up in our treasures in heaven and invest in eternity and not just in the stuff of the world.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah.
1: Wow. I think
0: Daniel's a great example of that. Well, I
1: know I know you've got a song for yes. us today that kind of fits that that theme. It does. Uh it's called Jesus You Alone. Um, it's kind of well, I say it's an older song, it's only about five years old, but a uh, couple of months, it kind of gotten has gotten brought to my attention, and I love some of the, the lyrics in here, especially when it starts out, Who is the great king of glory seated on high in the heavens? Jesus, you alone. Mm. And it's, this just puts in that perspective of there's nothing else worthy of the worship, worthy of our attention, worthy of our praise. Any, there's nothing else but Jesus. Amen. of glory, seated on high in the heavens, oh, Jesus, you are, Lord. You are the Lord God Almighty, strong in compassion and I've searched the world for a love that could fill my heart. Nothing compares to the wonder of who you are. Holy, all the earth singing. you are Lord Jesus you are you set the stars in the heavens you set the world into motion oh, Jesus you in creation you walked among your created all Jesus you alone I've searched the world for a love that could fill my heart nothing compares. You broke the curse for our freedom, oh, Jesus, you are you rose from death with the morning, and you'll come again in your glory oh. Can help us sing, Holy. How my heart cries out, Holy Jesus, you alone. Worthy, I lift my voice and sing, Worthy, I bow my life to exalt. And I love that song.
0: Wow. <laughs> it's a good It's a wonderful mm. song. Thank you so much for that. Yes. Uh, so as we close out our episode today, it brings us to our Hey, Check This Out moment. Uh, Brother
1: Terrell, yes. what is your resource of the week? Well, with the heaviness of Daniel in the last few chapters, I wanted to do something a little lighter so when I think of the book of Daniel, of course, y'all know my son is named Daniel. And one of his favorite cartoons growing up was the episode of VeggieTales where they, you know, read the story of Daniel. I told you it was going to come back towards the end of the episode. And the other day, he, we were riding down the cars like, Dad, Dad, I want, you to, I want you to hear this new song. Well, his favorite band is Skillet. So he starts playing this Skillet song and I'm thinking, OK, I know this song. And it gets to the chorus. Stand up, stand up for what you believe in. I was like, wait, what is going on here? (laughs) Daniel has shown me this album of VeggieTales songs covered by Christian rock bands. So you've got, you know, Stand by um, Skillet. You've got the VeggieTales theme song by Rebecca St. James. And one of my favorites, The Pirates Who Don't Do Anything by Reliant (laughs) K. (laughs) That's awesome. So you have got, of all the resources I've done so far this year, Please go Google Veggie Rocks. You've got to hear this album. I I, I will second that, brother. I think that is one of the best. That may be the best (laughs) Hey, Check This Out
0: moment this year. So, awesome. Well, uh, my Check This Out moment uh, resource is uh, a book, a small book, called The Coming Prince by Sir Robert Anderson. It has been a... uh, a wealth of information. When you read the book of Daniel, you, as, as I shared this week, uh, you come to what's known as the 70 weeks prophecy in Daniel chapter 9. And what Sir Robert Anderson did uh, is he took that and he traced and tracked the, uh, the numbers of years that it would take for the Messiah to come and actually pinpointed what he believed to be the date that Jesus came into Jerusalem and uh, and and was uh, coming as king, but of course as the suffering servant. And uh, it has been used as an evangelistic tool to many Jews, especially, showing them that, that the promise was fulfilled that Jesus would come. And so uh, it's it's a uh, in comparison, it's a very short book, but it's a weighty, uh, thick, <laughs> rich theological book. And so I'm I'm grateful for it. And I don't. I don't ascribe to everything he says in it. Again, it is a commentary on that passage. It is not the Word of God, but it is a great book to help kind of put some things in focus. Um, I'm thankful for it. So, Robert Anderson's *The Coming*. Prince, well, as we close out our episode, just remember that uh, just like Daniel, we are living in a
1: Babylon of today, uh, and we this world is not our home. We're just passing <laughs> yes. through, brother. Any final words? Just like our characters in in Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel, stand up for what you believe in, and let the world see you worship Christ. You won't. You don't know who might be watching you. Amen. Well, hey, we love you. We're praying for you. Stakes in the
0: ground.